0: Hey guys we're so glad you're tuning into the apex students podcast we hope you enjoy this message from apex students and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like jesus hi how is everyone doing tonight good well i have a question for you have you ever played the like would you rather game with your friends like would you rather yeah. do yeah. this thing or this other thing have you ever done this before yeah. it is Mm, a fun game of like trying to pick between two other things, making choices that are ridiculous all the time, right? I know whenever I play with my friends, things get really out of hand really quickly and it deteriorates fast. So we'll talk about like, would you rather have like a foot that's twice its size or a baby hand? Which one? Which one's worse? Baby hand? Probably, probably. Like, would you rather um, eat only pizza for the rest of your life or never eat pizza again and, and then eat everything else? It's, that one's kind of easy, right? That one's, you don't like pizza? That's a big deal. It's okay though. Some of us are weird and some of us are normal. Would you rather fight like one hippo sized chicken or like 500 chicken sized hippos? Hippos are so scary. Could you imagine? Hippos are so scary. So scary. <laughs> So these decisions, right, in this game that we're playing, this Would You Rather game, these decisions don't really matter too much, right? They're not super serious decisions. Um, We make a lot of choices and a lot of decisions all the time. Um, I know that Pastor Chris and I have both made similar decisions before. Like in college, we both went with our friends um, to a body of water, and there was a bridge going over the body of water, and we were watching our friends jump off, and we had to decide, am I going to also jump off of this bridge into water? And we were both faced with this question, and we both decided, yes, we will jump off this bridge into water because that sounds fun. And I jump off the bridge into the water like the elite graceful athlete I am, land perfectly and everything's fine. Pastor Chris lands on his tailbone and is hurt forever. So, you know, sometimes decisions are gonna, choices we make are gonna affect our lives in different ways. but we are constantly making decisions, right? Every single morning we wake up and decide what we're going to wear today. We, we decide what we're going to eat. Um, so like sometimes it's like not that big of a deal, but sometimes we have to make big decisions like what school are we going to go to or who is going to be our friends or who are we going to date? Those are big decisions. Those are hard choices, hard decisions. And there is one decision, one choice that everyone has to make and it is the biggest choice. I mean, pretty close. Yeah, it's the biggest choice that we have to make in our lives, and it has eternal consequences. It's gonna mean, mean that we're either eternally with God or t- eternally without God, and that is the decision to follow Jesus. And to follow Jesus is really high stakes, right? But it's a decision that we all have to make. And this is what uh, Pastor Chris just used this verse last week, and it is John three sixteen. And it says this, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life everyone who believes will have eternal life so that's the choice that we have to make everyone who believes will have eternal life we're separated from god but when you believe that separation goes away and we will have eternal life so what we need to do is we need to decide to put our faith in jesus and then we'll have that eternal life that's it it's super simple the very basis of this is very simple, and I feel like you've probably heard it. If you grew up in church, you've heard it a thousand times, but I want you guys to keep listening because what we're going to learn about is a big deal, and hopefully by the end of tonight, you're going to have a deeper understanding of what putting your faith in God really is and what, and what that all really comes down to, and so we need to decide to put our faith in Jesus. You may have seen uh, these five symbols that we've been using for a couple of years now. Um, we use them to tell the story of Jesus, the the gospels. I hope it's up there, I can't see it. Um, It's called Alive in Five. So there's these five symbols, and they each have a phrase with them, right? And so we use this to um, help us tell our friends, anyone that asks us about Jesus, we use this as a tool to help us tell people about Jesus and what he did on the cross and and what it means for us to actually be a Christian. And I really like this because it's kind of like, remember how when we talked about prayer in awkward conversations, we said like, the reason sometimes it's so hard to pray is because we don't know what to say. And so then we talked about it. And this is the same thing. Sometimes it's hard to talk to your friends about Jesus because you don't exactly know what to say. So that's why we use this, so that we can all understand together exactly what to say to, to tell them about Jesus and the hope that we have in Jesus. So each of these symbols, like I said, they come with a phrase, and you don't have to memorize each phrase. Um... You, you can just like, get the idea of what they mean and so that you can tell the story in a way that makes sense to people, right? And so you can either memorize like, know the phrases or know the symbols or do both. Like, they're there to remind you of each other. So like, the symbols are cool because like, mm, let's go over the scenario. Say you're out to lunch with a friend. Or maybe you're at Dunkin'. Maybe you're in the cafeteria. And for some reason, you have a pen. And you're like, I have this pen, but for, I don't have paper. What can I do? The answer is you can write it down on a napkin, guys. You can put it on a napkin. You can write the symbol out on a napkin. And it's incredible because then you write the symbol and then you'll remember the phrase. And then you can tell your friend about Jesus and no one will be confused. Thank the Lord for napkins. Um, It's just so super cool. And okay, so tonight we are going to talk about, we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now. So we are on week four, which means we are on symbol four, which is the question mark. And the phrase that goes with the question mark is we need to decide to put our faith in Jesus. So before we talk about that, let's do a little recap of the first So the first two, Alive and Five Symbols, they they create this problem, right? So the first one is, God is love. We talked about that this first week. And then the next one is, our sin divides us from God. And here's the problem that that makes, is that God loves us so much that he doesn't want us to be divided from him. He doesn't want us to be separate from him. So there's this problem, right? He's like, you're far away, I'm over here, because your sin divides us. So then we come to number three, and this is his solution to the problem. And it's Jesus died for our sin, and then came back to life. This was God's response to us being divided from him. He came to earth in the form of a man and paid our debt for our sins by dying on the cross. And then he rose again to call us to more, right? He rose again to tell us that there's more. So when he died on the cross, he was paying for all the sins of all the people for the rest of time because his perfect love, he lived a perfect life, and he died as the perfect sacrifice. So God took action to fix that problem, but that's, that's not it, right? We, we have some responsibility here, and that's what this next step is. This next step is that, we have to decide to put our faith in Jesus, right? Jesus died on the cross and rose again. Now it's our job to put our faith in God. That is literally all we have to do um, to apply his sacrifice on the cross to our sins. And again, it sounds extremely simple. We're going to keep talking about it a little bit more. It's almost too good to be true, but I promise you it is that simple. God is good. Um, So right now, it's time for a little mm, Dave's Definition Deep Dive. Yeah, I know. I did that really well. Dave's Definition Deep Dive. And we're going to... You're going to hear me say faith. You're going to hear me say decisions. You're going to hear me say choices so many times. Just be prepared for how many times Yeah, how many times I'm going to be saying all these things, so just prepare yourself. But you're going to hear the word faith a lot tonight. So I kind of want to, um, let's get a base definition of what faith is so we can all go at it from the same angle. And instead of reading you a Google search of what the definition of faith is, we're actually going to go to the Bible and see what God has to say about it. And he says this in Hebrews 11.1, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So faith is belief in what we can't see. And I've heard Faith talked about like, the, the wind, and it feels like super cliche and everyone says it, but the reason we say it is because it's, like, it's just the truest thing. So if you think about the wind, we can't see it, but when we walk outside, we can feel it on our face. We can see the trees moving. We can see our umbrella go down the beach when it's too windy. So we, have, like, we can't see the wind, but we know it's there. We have evidence that it's there. And it's the same thing with God. Even though we can't see him directly, We can have confidence that he's there by the evidence of feeling his presence, and we can see him working in our lives and around us all the time, right? So it's just like the wind. Um, And God has taken a ton of measures to help us make the decision to put our faith in him. He didn't just leave us hanging. He he, he gave us um, a bunch of tools because we aren't programmed to just have faith in God, right? It's just like we talked about with love we're not programmed just to love God. We have to, we have to, because if we were just programmed to love God, we would be robots. And that's not really love, right? So God's given us the choice. God has given us the ability to make decisions. And it's the same thing with, this, with our faith. We have to choose to have faith in God. We have to choose to make the decision to put our faith in God. And luckily, he doesn't just abandon us and say, like, hey, figure it out yourselves, you stupid dum dums. No, he's given us a lot of tools and a lot of help because he's a good God and he loves us a lot. So he's like, I'm going to make this easier for them. I'm going to give them the, the choice, but I'm going to make it easier for them. And he gives us a couple tools to make this easier for us, to make the decision to put our faith in him a little bit easier. Number one, he's given us the Bible. Um, which is a collection of writings inspired by God and is a record of what he's done here on earth all the way back from the very beginning and it goes all the way to the future to the very, very end. Um, and it's really cool because we can see what God has done and it helps us put our faith in him, right? When we see what God has done in the past and what he's going to do in the future, it, it, it gives us, it inspires us to put our faith and our trust in him. Number two, he communicates to us through his Holy Spirit. Um, Holy Spirit's not spooky, don't worry about it. Uh, we experience God's presence through worship, prayer, and reading our Bible. I don't know if you've ever been in like a worship service before, and you get that like feeling of like peace, even though you felt anxiety before. Or when something scary is going on and you feel an overwhelming calm. That's God's Spirit. That's God's Holy Spirit there being with you in that moment. When, when you're feeling joy, when everything is sad, that's God's Holy Spirit. And so he communicates to us through his Holy Spirit. And we can have faith in him because he's always with us. Number three. He puts people in our lives to help us experience him. God created us for community, um, and he created us to be together as you know, the big C church, um, all of us together, working together to spread his word, the kingdom of God. And we can experience God through each other. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I've had friends come to me, and they've said things to me that I know are from God, because that's what God does. He speaks through people. He speaks through community just like he speaks through his words, just like he speaks through worship. And these are all ways that we can experience God and have a better understanding of him so it's easier to put our faith in him. Like I said, he's a good God, so he gave us all these tools to help us make the decision to put our faith in him. We've been talking about faith a lot, um, and it's important in the conversation, but it's not the most important thing. Um, we can't think that it's our faith that saves us. Um, we, we have a word for when God forgives us and gives us, um, gives us things even though we don't deserve it, and, and that's grace. And our God is a super gracious God, and because of his grace, he sent Jesus down on the cross to die for our sins, and that is how our, our debts were paid, right? How our sins were forgiven was because of that. And so we are not saved by our faith, but by his grace. We get access to that grace because of our faith. So faith gives us access to Grace. Faith gives us access to grace. So it's not our faith that's saving us. It's God's grace, and our faith gives us access to that grace. Uh, This is how Paul says it in a letter to the Jesus followers in the city of Ephesus. Um, Paul's this really cool guy. You can read about him in Acts if you want. Um, It's another book of the Bible, and it's really cool. Um, This is what he says. He says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no man can boast. So there's nothing that we can do to earn God's love. There's nothing we can do to earn forgiveness. It is all about putting our faith in him and then his grace does the rest. His faith, his grace does everything for us. Faith is an assurance in something we can't see, right? We can't see God, but we have assurance that he is there and he is here right now. That Jesus died on the cross and rose again and that his Holy Spirit is working and moving. And that's, that's what faith is, right? I just had faith right there because I believe that. I believe it to be true. I believe that he is here. He is with us right now, that Jesus died on the cross and rose again. And I have faith. That is faith. And I'll say this one more time. Our faith gives us access to God's grace. Money, transition, is super weird. Money is super weird, guys. And um, it's weird because back in the day, you would hold up a dollar, and you would give it to someone, and that dollar would represent like one dollar's worth of gold in like some bank somewhere that people had. So if I had a dollar, it was worth the amount of gold. So it was like, okay, this dollar is actually just a representation of gold. Um, sometime, actually, I know exactly when it was in 1971, um, Nixon decided that we were going off the gold standard, and it wasn't like just the United States. It's not like we're the only country. Globally, nobody has a gold standard anymore. It's all, it's it's all off the gold standard. So nowadays. You have a dollar bill, but there's no gold to back it up. You just have a dollar bill. But you can go to any store, anywhere, hand them a dollar bill, and they will hand you a Baja Blast. It's just that simple. Like they, they accept it as currency. And it's because that we have faith that the dollar, right? We have faith that the economy and like the global community has faith that the dollar is worth what we say it's worth. There's really nothing else to it. It's just that we've decided that this is worth this, and that's how it goes. Same thing with like cryptocurrency, or like I don't ever use paper money. All of my money is just in my phone, I guess. I don't know where it is. It's just ones and zeros somewhere, and then I use my phone to buy things all the time. And that's money now, guys. I don't know. <laughs> that's how it's how it works now. And cryptocurrency is all the same thing. Our faith in God kind of is, is, is similar in this way. Like Jesus' the sacrifice on the cross does nothing for us on its own. We have to have the faith that God is who he says he is and did what he said he did. And that his death on the cross was as valuable as he said it was. And when we do that, when we have faith in God, the value of that sacrifice is applied to our sin and our debt is paid. Because the wages of sin is death. It's being divided from God. It's not having any hope for the rest of eternity. But those wages were paid on the cross. And all you have to do is have faith. Paul tells us in a letter, um, this time to Jesus' followers in the city of Rome, he says this. Um, He says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's it. All you have to do is decide to put your faith in Jesus, call on the name of the Lord, and you will be saved. It's super easy, and there's a lot that comes with that. Jesus comes down, he saves, he sends his Holy Spirit into your life, and so he's constantly redeeming situations. So he'll He'll turn your hopelessness into into hope, into joy. He'll turn your sorrow into dancing. He's good. He's a good God. And that is why we follow him. That is why we honor him and worship. It's why many of us in this room have decided to put our faith in him. Maybe tonight you haven't decided to put your faith in Jesus. Tonight's a great night to try to do that. So we are, we're going to do a quick repeat after me situation um, because... And everyone's going to say it together because we're not in this alone. Everything we do is, as a church, we are together as Jesus followers. So there's going to be nothing special about my words. It's more about what's in your heart. So if you're saying this for the first time tonight, if you are wanting to follow Jesus, if you want the hope that Jesus is, if you want to not be separated from him for eternity, tonight is a great night to do that. So just believe it in your heart, right? That's, that's all it is. It's, it's deciding to put your faith In Jesus, it's deciding to do that. So we are going to do a quick repeat after me situation. We're going to pray. So I'll say something, you repeat it, and we'll all do it together. So let's all pray together right now. God, I believe in you. I believe that you sent your son to die and come back to life for me. So that I could have a place in heaven with you. I declare it with my mouth and believe it in my heart. And with your help, I'll try to be more like you. Thank you for adopting me into the kingdom of heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, round of applause for the room. If anyone in this room made that decision for the first time tonight, know that we are very excited. And, and God is excited. Uh, it talks about how there's like a celebration every single time, like one lost person is, is, is saved, so we are really excited. If that was you tonight, and you said it for the first time, and you meant it for the first time, try to talk to some adult in the room, or, or whoever you came here with, um, and it's not because we want to, like, like, count you, or, or, like, know everything about you. We, we just want to celebrate with you, and we want um, just, to like, help you in your next step with your faith, because deciding to put your faith in Jesus is just the first step, and there's a ton more to come, and it's all really fun and awesome, because God is so good. So a lot of what we talked about tonight was for people that haven't started following Jesus yet. But there's just one last thing that I want to talk about, um, and it's for all the people in the room that are already following Jesus. It is for a lot for me, um, and hopefully this this also speaks to some other people. As I was getting this together, and I kept going over the words, like deciding to put your faith in Jesus, deciding to put your trust in Jesus, I had promises in my head, I had a song called Better in my head. All these things were, were, were going over and over again, and I kept hearing God tell us that this is a challenge a challenge to the Jesus followers in the room too. Um, because putting your faith in, in God, putting your faith in Jesus, isn't just like a one-time thing. It's something that we get to choose every single day. Um, sometimes it's easier than other days, but that's why he's given us you know, the Bible and he's given us you know, those Christian friendships to help us keep putting our faith, keep putting our trust, keep putting our hope in Jesus. Because that's where our hope is, that's where our, our, where, where our eternity is and where things are going to be better. Um, And so I think there might be a couple people in this room that God has asked you to do something. Maybe he's asked you to talk to a friend about Jesus or to have a difficult conversation with a broken relationship. Um, Maybe he's asked you to start a Bible club. Maybe, you know, there's somebody in your family who's sick or you're going through a really hard time. God is asking us and and saying, challenging us to, to put our faith in him. To put our trust in him, to put our hope in him, to put our faith in Jesus, the anchor to my soul, our hope and firm foundation, you know? Um, so whatever situation there is, w- whatever God is telling you, I, let's just put, let's make a ch- like a challenge to put our faith in him, to put our trust in him. Even when it's scary, even when we don't know what it's gonna be in the end, we have to remember that God is constantly redeeming, he's constantly restoring. So even if things don't turn out the way that we want it to, our hope is still in God, right? Our hope is still in in Jesus. And so at the very end of all this, we will still, it'll be okay for all of us because God has our best in mind and his plans are better than any plan that we can make up on our own. So let's pray. Dear God, we thank you so much that you give us the opportunity to learn about you, that you've given us the opportunity to choose you, to choose you every day, and that your plans are better than our plans. Help us to focus in on you. Help us to choose you every single day. Help us to invite the Holy Spirit into every single choice and every single decision that we make every single day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.